Welcome to the True Elegance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bumia Kikube, also known as Dr. B. Through solo episodes and guest sessions, we delve into the timeless qualities of style, grace, and sophistication and uncover what makes you truly elegant. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this empowering journey of becoming truly elegant. Hello, Elegant Tribe, and welcome to another episode of the True Elegance Podcast, where we talk about the inner values that enable you to radiate elegant confidence. I'm so excited to be back on the show today. And with me today is an amazing, elegant lady who is a trauma-informed healer, intuitive guide, and transformational life coach. She specializes in guiding individuals who are experiencing significant life transitions, feeling stuck, unfulfilled, or overwhelmed, into rediscovering who they are, healing from their past pain, and charting a fulfilling new path for their life. Um, Before dedicating her life to healing and personal transformation, though, she spent two decades as a business managing consultant, leader and executive coach driving large-scale change initiatives for Fortune 500 companies. So I'm so excited to have her on the show today and dive into this amazing conversation about true elegance. Welcome with me, Nicole Lee. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Dr. B. I'm so happy to be here this morning. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad to have you as well. So, you know, like we did during our pre-chat talking about um, true elegance. Um, Mm -hmm. Elegance is, you know, sometimes misinterpreted about pretty ladies, like I can see on the screen right now. (laughs) (laughs) But we know that beyond that, there's a whole lot more that makes you beautiful and elegant. And that is what this podcast is about. So I'm just going to kick it off this morning by... Um, asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I read your bio, mm-hmm. but um, who are you and how have you found your true elegance? Yes. Yeah, so who am I? I am love. I am light. I am joy. I am um, what I call a consciousness shifter. So I love to shift thoughts, perspectives, Um, I'm a healer, as we've talked about. I am someone who I love travel. I love exploration. Um, I'm an adventurer. And so those are some of the things. I mean, I could keep going. I'm a teacher (laughs) um, and an educator. Uh, And the reason why I bring up all those things is because there's a balance between some of the things we identify as in like roles in life. And then there are other things that are truly our essence. So when you talk about this true elegance, for me, it's a combination of those things. There are things that are just innately who I am in my essence that help me expand and show up in the world. And then there are things that I align with from the roles and things that I do in the world. And what I find is when you find that harmony between those, you really can show up as your best self. You really can um, navigate the world with a lot of love, joy, and fulfillment in your life. So I guess that's how I would describe it um, as I explain a little bit about myself. Wow. I love that. I love that because like you said, um, it's not just about the role that you play because sometimes we find ourselves 
as the leader, the executive coach, yes. the boss. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that, there's who you are, you know, the values and your character and things you bring to the table, even in that role, to make it uniquely who you are and be a person of impact to the world around you. Yeah, and I love that because I think so many times we have been, whether it's educated or conditioned to focus on so much of what we do in those titles, those roles, the accolades and things that we lose sight of truly who we are. And that's part of the work that I do is getting back to remembrance in a sense. You know, there are things that we love to do that lit us up as children. And depending on what happened in our lives, we either continue to explore those or we suppress them, mm -hmm. right? We lose sight of some of the natural innate gifts that we've had because maybe they didn't resonate in the world at that point in time. And so I do think it's really important to go back through the exploration of some of those things that just are disconnected from the expectations of the world as it relates to us. And so what I've found by doing that, you have a greater sense of clarity, mm -hmm. confidence, and courage to show up in the world. When we don't have that clarity, I think that's when we have challenges of fully being confident and expressing who we are in different avenues and environments. And then when we come up against resistance or challenges, it's very difficult to build that courage because we aren't clear and we aren't confident in how we want to show up in the world. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. Clarity, confidence, and courage. courage. Mm -hmm. And I like the transition of that because you can only be confident when you're clear about mm -hmm. <laughs> who you are and what you're doing. And the more confident you are, the more courageous you are to step up and be that person. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Are those like pillars of your <laughs> coaching? Well, it, it's, it's become something that has become part of it. What I found is me going through my own journey okay. of shifting out of consulting and going into my, what I call my soul missions work where I had challenges is I was not clear. And I was spending a lot of time leveraging others to help define who I was. Hmm. And that created even more confusion, right? Because hmm. I'm trying to pick apart the things that people saw in me or how I wanted to show up or how I wanted to present myself. And when I became very clear through my own self-discovery, by checking in with myself, by unpacking things that didn't serve me, then I could be very confident in how, once again, how I presented myself, but also speaking about it, expressing. I think that's where we have the challenges is the expression part. Mm. And then, then, yes, even for myself, as I became more confident in expressing those things, then the courage came. So even with courage, not just with the expression, but if something doesn't turn out right, right? Or if I have to pivot or I make a mistake or I'm not as articulate, I have the courage and fortitude to just keep moving forward. If someone right. doesn't agree with me, mm -hmm. I don't take it as personal because I'm confident in my stance of who I am. And I acknowledge that the person just has a different perspective, right? So 
that's where even through my own journey, and I think even with your work and others, you do find that through yourself. And then Uh you find ways that you can then support others through that wisdom of your own experience. So that's basically what happened is I started realizing about myself, that then I can impart that to friends, clients, even strangers, right? Like, (laughs) um, as something to consider around their journey as well. Right, right. That's beautiful. Can we talk about this, your journey, you know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Where was it? What was the shift or the pivotal moments that led to it? Yes. So my mother um, became ill in 2018 Mm. and she was diagnosed with cancer and I became her caretaker. I was very fortunate that I could leave my job and be there for her. Um, she went through a very rapid decline and with her passing so much shifted in my life. I know that many people, when you lose a loved one or have some type of loss, many people say it's not the same, right? Something Mm -hmm. does change in you. I found for me, it was beyond just the grief and the emotional and mental shifts there was something spiritually happening in me. It it awakened me in questioning who I was, okay. what purpose I was serving in the world and how aligned I was to my own truth. Hmm. And when I started going through that process, the answers I was getting, I was not happy with. Wow. I really didn't truly know who I was. I know bits and pieces of what other people thought I was. I wasn't truly fulfilled. I was living a life that yes, I was happy and I had things and like we say, titles and things of that nature. But when you talk about deep fulfillment, I did not have that fulfillment. And when I looked at my life purpose and the work that I was doing, it really was not aligned. So through time, um, I share this, that I received a divine message from my mother to quit my job, to leave my career behind And I surrendered to that. And Mm -hmm. I went on a journey. Um, I left my corporate career behind with not a a plan, but a knowing that there was something greater. And so I took time to heal. I took time to rest and I took time to explore. Um, And through that time over the past few years, that's also where I started to get clear on the work that I was to do to help serve others as well as um, what that looked like for me personally. And that's what's led me to where I am today in the particular work that I do. What I've recognized is many of us go through significant life transitions without the opportunity to really reflect on how it shifted, how we see ourselves, our identity, how we're going to operate in the world. And so me going through that experience, Dr. B, helped me recognize how much more we need a support in that space. And so that's why I work in the area of life transitions and helping people rediscover who they are because that's what I did. And the other part around the past pain, you know, there's so much pain that we carry that we don't realize that we're actually carrying. Hmm. We think many times that it's the symptom of that particular event. What I've come to find is it actually is more rooted in other challenges that we have not spent time to work through that makes life transitions so challenging. So going through and working through the root of those pains, many times tied to childhood pains that have not and traumas that have not been worked through, have not been given the time um, and energy for that, then we can start to look at greater possibilities for your life. 
So um, that's a bit of how I got to where I am. And I believe that too, having a greater sense of faith in knowing, um, getting connected more to your intuition and really aligning to that is really, really important to help you feel that you can move in these different directions and have the resilience to do so. Wow. Wow. What an amazing journey and transformation. And, you know, as you're speaking, I can see it almost picture how you went through all those stages and mm-hmm. I like one thing you said, you know, about checking in with yourself, mm-hmm. because many times we're just on the go. We have this whether bucket list or goal list mm-hmm. of all these things we want to do. And sometimes you just wonder, OK, what's the why behind it? Why yes. do I want to be this? Why do I want to do this? And when I get there, will I even know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because then it's the rush for the next thing and the next thing. And you don't even get to appreciate or celebrate the milestones you've achieved and maybe even pour it out to others just like you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you say that the check-in of the why and why from even the curiosity stage, because what happens is we do get whether it's a comfort zone or we get in hot autopilot and we're just operating and moving and we don't really step back to say, well, why am I doing, or do I want to do it a different way? Or how did, how did that behavior come about? Um, and what I would add to that is when you ask the why just continuing, then what do I want to do differently? So if the why doesn't resonate truly with me, what do I want to do differently? And then I would add, do I need support in doing it differently? Yes. Because yes. what I find is when you start exploring, you're like, why? Ooh, this doesn't align to my why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get a bit overwhelmed, right? With right. how to work through that. Mm-hmm. And then if your shift and even where you want to go and what you do based on the community that you have, it can be also very overwhelming around getting that support. So I always like to look at that next step of who do I need support from? What does it look like so that I can shift in the direction that I desire to go? Right. Definitely. Definitely. And those are (laughs) very much needed because many times during those transitions or discovery phase, we do need help Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they help, you know, it can be a significant other, it can be a sibling Many times it'll be, you know, a therapist, a coach or something Mm -hmm. that needs to probably hold your hand or maybe just sit down there and listen. You know, many times in coaching sessions, the coach is not telling you what to do. They're basically helping you to reflect and inflect. And then together you come up with a transformative journey. So asking that question about what help do I need? And like we said, taking the courageous step to ask Mm -hmm. for the help, to invest in the help and to pursue it will definitely make a difference. Yeah. And I love what you said too. It's so true that sometimes it's just the presence of another individual. Mm -hmm. It's the holding space that many of us need. Right. Many times you have individuals that can give you advice and, you know, I mean, the beautiful thing about um, the web and stuff, there's access to information Mm -hmm. But being able to have someone hold space for you, if it is a significant other or a friend, is sometimes all we need. Right. Just and and what what gets me to that too is us getting comfortable asking that. Right. You know, what do you need? Or I just need to hold space. That that part of 
having the confidence and courage to say, I don't need your advice today. <laughs> right. Because we sometimes get used to, we're like, we're just going to take the advice. Like, yeah. Hey, I love you, but I don't need the advice. I just need the presence of you. I just you need an that. ear or a mm -hmm. shoulder because I just need to get it out. And do you, the other thing I will add too is asking, does someone have the capacity to do that? Sometimes the individuals that we're looking to provide that don't have the capacity. So true. So it's important too to ask, do you have the capacity for me today as I'm going through this and us be okay if someone doesn't? Because you really want to be in the space that someone can hold that, you know, be with someone mm -hmm. that can hold that space for you. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing sometimes is I also offer this as an invitation of does the person have the capability as well? So I love to, it's interesting. I'm realizing I use a lot of C's, Dr. <laughs> yeah, we're going to call <laughs> you the queen of C's. C's. <laughs> but capacity and capability. So someone may mm -hmm. have the capacity, but your expectations of their capability of supporting you if you need beyond the presence can also is very important as well. So balancing right. those, I think, is, is something to consider when it comes to the support that you're looking for. Yes, yes. Wow. Those are real honest conversations right mm -hmm. there. And um, it, it really does take courage to delve into those because both on your own side, managing expectations, because, you yes. know, if that is not well managed, it could even lead to a bigger crash where... Mm -hmm. You don't even trust that person or you now blame them for what whatever else came um, through that. So I love all those questions and the C's are definitely resonating. So <laughs> I just realized I was like, hey, there's a lot of C's. C's is my favorite letter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of powerful but, words in C in the yes. C alphabet area. <laughs> right, right. Keep them coming. Um, so I know with your journey and your transformation and everything, so one thing you help folks to do is to think through life transitions and pivotal mm -hmm. moments. So like we all know, it's going to happen. It's going to come at some point, you know, and some of it can be positive or negative, you know? Yeah. You could get a new job, get a promotion, which in itself might need more from you from what yes. you were doing before. <laughs> and so you're like, oh my God, I'm now a CEO. How do I handle this? How do I manage this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it comes back to that conversation of, looking for the right help that is willing and capable to assist. But, you know, life transitions also happens where, you know, maybe we lose a loved one, lose a job, um, get disappointed in relationships and all that. So those life transitions are going to happen. So how can we best prepare for those? Yeah. One thing I would love to, to add to what you said before I answer that question that I love that you mentioned is, life transitions um, can go either way mm -hmm. from a good and bad experience, but also even in a good experience, right. you can still have the challenge, what I call, you can have grief and gratitude mm -hmm. in the same experience. Okay. So even the individual who is getting the next promotion job, there's gratitude, there's excitement there. Right. There can still be an element of grief and loss of the person you were and the expectations that were there to where you're going. And then the other piece that you mentioned is now rediscovering who you are and the expectations mm -hmm. of that. Um, so many times I think we look at life transitions, even the ones that we deem as positive, 
just all about the positive and excitement without recognizing any shift can still have an element of loss to it. To be mm-hmm. someone who is now getting married and excited about a union with an individual, there's still a detachment of your singleness that maybe you need to work through and mm-hmm. go through that transition so that you're in this new space and redefining what it looks like. Um, so I just wanted to add that because I think sometimes that's a piece that's sometimes lost and recognizing that you will naturally go, most people still go through some element of grief even if the transition is great and exciting and fun, you think of a move, but you're leaving a whole community behind. Right. Right. So that piece Um, to answer your question around how to better prepare for it. I think it's the things that we're talking about now, the more that you're aware of who you are, the more that you're aware of your why of why you're how you show up in the world, the things you're doing, the connections, the relationships you have, the more that you self-reflect and have introspection around things that work for you, don't work for you, um, I think it's really important to start looking at things um, from even a triggering perspective when you think of what makes you feel anxious, what makes you feel uncomfortable, um, what does that look like in your body, what does that look like with your interactions with individuals, the more that you better understand how you tick who you are and how you tick, the more you can start to prepare for certain situations to come. So Mm -hmm. what I found many times is like we talked about, you're not sitting with yourself having these opportunities of self-reflection that when the, the big transition happens, it feels overwhelming because you don't feel equipped. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that also in myself and working with clients is how do we start to better understand that's that clarity that we talk about. Then when that situation comes, you can start looking at different scenarios of how you may be able to manage it, knowing who you are. So we can have conversations around what happens if the job no longer works, you feel more equipped to work through the scenario because you actually know more about yourself, the interactions you're having with people and the areas where you might be activated or be triggered. Right. Um, so that's just the first place that I would say, and the level of awareness that you can do that is in many different ways. The things that we've talked about of just going through of your actions and saying why, um, you can do um, self-reflections of asking questions about what lights me up, what are my passions, what are my strengths, what are my values, what are my skills. And if you're in a place of overwhelm, we're just even thinking about that is a lot, connecting with the people that you trust and asking those questions. So they support you in getting a greater, a clearer view of who you are. Um, What I find sometimes that's helpful when you leverage individuals that you trust, it starts to build up that confidence and you start to see yourself differently because those are people that you love. And sometimes we need to borrow a little bit of clarity and confidence, right? Before we get to our own self clarity and confidence. Right, right. Yeah. That's beautiful. Those are very, very important steps of things to do. Um, so in your journey so far, um, let's see, what has been the most exciting transformation you've seen? <laughs> Maybe an example. <laughs> yeah, outside of myself, I'm just shocked of where I where I've come. I will say, um, 
that one's always difficult for me because I am grateful for what I do. I get to observe people and help them get to greater levels of transformation in their lives. And I wake up every day and so grateful that's my sole mission. So every time I get to do that, whether it's a client, whether it's a friend or even a stranger, it just, it's just the most beautiful thing in the world. And, and the thing about it too, is I think sometimes when we think of transformation, we think of these big shifts all the time, right? Like, you know, it's like, oh, I right. transformed from X to X and whatever, whether it's money or like we say, the the accolades or whatever, you'd be shocked of just someone getting a greater sense of awareness of something that's been happening in their lives for so long and getting that clarity, how transformative that is. Right. If you've had a habit that you've had for say 20 years and a light bulb goes off of mm -hmm. connecting it, something to your past, and now you feel like you can work through it, that's transformative. Right. So I also am just grateful that when we start to look at each day as an opportunity to transform and that it's not, has to be six months from now, 12 months from now. That's also an exciting thing that I love. Um, that's been a shift for me because you talked about celebration. Many right. times we wait to the full milestone. Taking the <laughs> step is a celebration. A celebration. <laughs> Taking the decision to do it is a celebration. So that's just another thing. I just was thinking about what you said that it's important. Celebrate every day. Yes. Yes. I love it. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. Thank you for coming on board and sharing your journey with us. Um, it's exciting to see how things are going. And I know, like you said, it's one step at a time and celebrating every milestone. And, you know, as we move from one step to the other, somebody else that is five, 10 steps away can learn from the lessons yes. we've learned and um, keep going. So um, before we wrap up today, I want to ask also, what is one thing you do for self-care for yourself? Oh, one thing that I do for self-care is meditation. Okay. So I am very big on meditation because I found the power of going within. Um, I usually meditate in the morning. It allows me the opportunity to just sit still and connect with self. And I do visualization meditation. So what I've heard a lot of times, Dr. Pete, Dr. V with folks who haven't is I can't still my mind. I and, know. You know. Right. So especially high performing, because I know All there's probably the a lot of people who listen to it, right? Like we're used to targeting, hitting targets and doing things. So I use visualiz many times I use visualization meditation. And what that is is allowing you to visualize something that you desire. Okay. Or if you're say going into a meeting and you want to visualize how it's going to turn out. Mm -hmm. So many times I do that because then it connects me to that reality. Right. I also get to sense and feel what it feels like to be in, whether that's a connection or reaching that goal or whatever those aspirations are. Okay. And so it just sets me up for my day. <laughs> that's yeah. beautiful. I love it. Cause then you have a picture in mind mm -hmm. and um, yeah, because those distracting thoughts can really <laughs> and what I say, Dr. Yes, B up. is, yes. And so, and that's, that could be another segment because I do work in that space and I truly understand once again, okay. for high performing individuals. Um, uh -huh. I was not someone 
who meditated before this, what I will impart to individuals too, who are going through that process with the thoughts, see them as clouds and just acknowledge them and let them pass by. Right. Instead of trying to block them, just let them flow. Hmm. And then you go right back into where you're going because that's life, right? We get distracted. We see things, acknowledge it, and then come back in versus trying to block it and fight it. It allows you to get back into center with yourself because that thought had some purpose. It's Uh just right now. You're not working on it right now. That's all you're telling it. I see you, but we're going to put you, (laughs) we're going to put you away (laughs) um, until we get out of this meditation session. Wow. Wow. That's a great, beautiful strategy. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Before we let you go, I just want you to share with the audience how we can stay connected with you. I know you have a um, clarity call option Mm -hmm. on your website. Yes. So yes, on my website, I have a clarity call session where you can just fill out a form. So I better have a sense of particularly what transition you're going through and where you need to, um, where you desire to have support. So that is on my website, which is Nicole Lee, N-I-C-H-O-L-E-L-E-E dot love. Um, so there, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you've, even if you want to just send me a message, that's I am Nicole Lee. And also on Instagram, I am Nicole Lee. So I would look forward to hearing from you. If you have questions or feedback or want to schedule a call, I would love to connect with anyone who's looking for support um, in their transitions. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Nicole. We'll be sure to put all that information in our show notes. It's been amazing having you here. Thank you for being truly elegant and wish you an amazing day. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dr. B, for having such an amazing platform and being such an amazing soul. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe so you'll be the first to be notified of every new episode. Leave a review and share this podcast with that elegant lady in your life. This is a space where we can come together to empower and inspire each other and live feeling elevated and enlightened. See you in the next episode.